Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, August 10th. U.S. stocks closed higher in response to the July Consumer Price Inflation Report, which came in cooler than expected. The data seemed to calm concerns about a highly aggressive Fed. Treasuries rallied and yields fell on the short to mid-end of the curve following the report, while the U.S. dollar dropped decisively. In other economic news, mortgage applications for last week increased slightly, and a final read on wholesale inventories grew a little less than expected. Crude oil prices moved higher, while gold lost ground. Earnings continued to pour in, as shares of Coinbase Global rose despite missing estimates amid the crypto market turmoil, while Wynn Resorts and Alcon traded lower after earnings reports fell short of forecasts. Asia fell amid weakness in tech stocks following recent chip company warnings, and Europe rose following the U.S. inflation data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average increased 535 points, or 1.6%, to 33,310. The S&P 500 index rose 88 points, or 2.1%, to 4,210, and the Nasdaq Composite soared 361 points, or 2.9%, to 12,855. In moderate volume, 4.5 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil increased $1.43 to $91.93 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price lost $6 to $1,806.30 per ounce, and the dollar index declined 1.2% to 105.21. In equity news on Wednesday, Coinbase Global Incorporated, ticker symbol COIN, reported a second quarter loss of $4.98 per share, compared to the fact set estimate calling for a loss of $2.47 per share. Revenues fell 64% year-over-year to $808 million, south of the street's forecast of $874 million. The company said trading volume and transaction revenue were each down solidly compared to the prior quarter, driven by macroeconomic factors and the downturn in the crypto markets. The company lowered its full-year outlook for average monthly transacting users. Shares traded higher amid the broad-based rise in the equity markets following favorable July inflation data. Wynn Resorts Limited, ticker symbol WYNN, reported an adjusted second-quarter loss of $1.14 per share, wider than the $1.11 per share shortfall that was anticipated. Revenues declined 8.2% year-over-year to $909 million, below the expected $981 million. The company noted continued strength in Las Vegas and Boston, though the COVID-related travel restrictions in Macau continued to impact its results. Shares closed lower. Alcon AG, ticker symbol ALC, reported second quarter core earnings per share of $0.63, beating FactSet's $0.56 estimate as net sales were up 5% year-over-year to $2.2 billion, in line with expectations. The medical company that specializes in eye care products lowered its full-year guidance and stated, quote, Looking forward, we expect the macroeconomic environment, particularly foreign exchange, to remain challenging for the rest of the year, end quote. Shares of Alcon traded lower. The second quarter earnings season is heading down the home stretch, and of the 450 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts and approximately 74% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. 
Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 14.8% and earnings are 10.1% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses the market environment in her latest article titled Both Sides Now, Fed's Dueling Mandates. How July's hot jobs report will likely keep the Fed in a hawkish position, but key to watch moving forward is a continued softening in leading labor and inflation indicators. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, came in flat month over month in July, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a 0.2% gain and well below June's unrevised 1.3% increase. The core rate, which strips out food and energy, increased 0.3% month over month, south of forecasts calling for a 0.5% rise and below June's unadjusted 0.7% increase. Compared to last year, prices were 8.5% higher for the headline rates, below estimates calling for the rate to decline to an 8.7% increase from the prior month's unrevised 9.1% rise. The core rate was up 5.9% year-over-year, below projections of a 6.1% gain and matching June's unrevised rise. The Bureau of Labor Statistics, or BLS, said a drop in gasoline and natural gas prices offset increases in food and shelter costs, while electricity prices rose. Additionally, prices for airline fares, used vehicles, communication and apparel declined, though medical care, motor vehicle insurance, household furnishings, new vehicles, and recreation costs increased. The MBA Mortgage Application Index increased 0.2% last week, following the prior week's rise of 1.2%. The index has gained ground for a second straight week as a 3.5% rise for the refinance index more than offset a 1.4% decrease for the purchase index. The increase came even as the average 30-year mortgage rate rose 4 basis points to 5.47% and is up 248 basis points versus a year ago. June wholesale inventories grew 1.8% month-over-month, downwardly revised from the previously reported 1.9% gain where forecasts called for it to remain and below May's 1.9% increase. Sales also increased 1.8% after May's favorably adjusted 0.7% advance. Treasuries rallied on the mid-to-short end of the curve and yields fell following the inflation data while longer-term bonds declined to push up yields. Persisting inflation pressures have forced the Fed to raise its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for a second straight meeting last month, but the data eased concerns about how aggressive the central bank will remain. Meanwhile, the U.S. dollar dropped from multi-decade highs. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses in her latest article titled The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue?, how a trifecta of factors support the dollar, including the relatively strong performance of the U.S. economy, tightening monetary policy by the Federal Reserve, and safe haven buying. Kathy notes that these are likely to remain intact into 2023. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and check out our latest edition of our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds?, featuring Kathy Jones. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down 7 basis points to 3.20%, and the yield on the 10-year note decreased 1 basis point to 2.79%, while the 30-year bond rate was up 3 basis points to 3.04%.
The highly scrutinized reports on inflation will continue into tomorrow's economic calendar, courtesy of the Producer Price Index, or PPI, for July, forecasted to have increased 0.2% month-over-month, noticeably lower than the 1.1% increase of last month, and be up 10.4% year-over-year compared to the prior month's 11.3% growth. The PPI core rate, which excludes food and energy, is expected to remain at the prior month's increase of 0.4% month-over-month and be 7.7% higher year-over-year, lower than last month's 8.2% rise. Also on tap is initial jobless claims for the week ended August 6, with economists projecting 265,000 first-time unemployment applications to be filed, which is 5,000 more than last month's data point. Furthermore, we will get a read on continuing claims for the week ended July 30th, expected to increase slightly to 1,420,000 from last month's 1,416,000 figure. In international news on Wednesday, European equities closed higher as the markets were boosted from the cooler-than-expected July inflation data out of the U.S., which brought along economic and monetary policy implications. Inflation has driven aggressive global tightening of monetary policies, but Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA notes in his article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and British pound traded significantly higher versus the U.S. dollar, which is falling on the cool inflation report. Bond yields in the eurozone and in the U.K. traded lower. Economic news in the region was light, but earnings continued to pour in and painted a mixed picture. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was up 0.3%, Germany's DAX index rose 0.2%, France's CAC 40 index and Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 0.5%, Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 1%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.2% higher. Stocks in Asia finished lower as the recent weakness in the tech sector that weighed on the U.S. markets yesterday bogged down the markets in the region following some warnings out of the semiconductor industry. Some July inflation data was also digested, with China's producer and consumer price figures coming in below estimates, while Japan's producer price inflation came a bit hotter than expected but did decelerate. Both the country's inflation levels remained elevated. The data came ahead of today's key July consumer price inflation reports out of the U.S. Economic concerns have been exacerbated by China's COVID-induced lockdowns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled, China's yo-yo economy, that although an economic rebound in China is underway according to government and private sector data, its economy and stock market may remain volatile. Inflation has driven central banks out of the U.S., U.K., Australia, and India to all announce aggressive monetary policy tightening, but Japan and China have held off on moving down the tightening path. In other economic news, growth in Japan's machine tool orders preliminarily slowed for July. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.7%, with the yen holding steady after recently softening versus the U.S. dollar. However, the yen remains near multi-decade lows versus the U.S. amid a drop that began in March as the Fed and Bank of Japan diverge with their monetary policies. China's Shanghai Composite Index decreased 0.5%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index led to the downside on the tech weakness, falling 2%. 
South Korea's KOSPI index dropped 0.9%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index traded 0.5% lower. And India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index dipped 0.1%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will come in light, with the most notable report being consumer inflation expectation out of Australia, while no major reports will be released in Europe. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, August 10th.